Hello, I'm Janet. I'm Amber. And we are two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. You have sexy Phoebe voice. I do. I thought about singing Smelly Cat, but... (laughs) What's been going on with your voice, girl? So, I went to Wisconsin um, a couple weeks ago. It was, like, right before the um, Memorial Day holiday. And I got back on a Monday. And all of a sudden, on Thursday, I was at work. And at about 1 or 2 p.m., my voice just went away. And for five days, I didn't have more than a whisper. And then, like, it's just kind of slowly been coming back. This is the best it's been. But, yeah, it has not been. I think I just had some severe case of laryngitis. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good time. I don't know if it's from, like, allergies and stress or what. Because I used to get laryngitis all the time back in Wisconsin. Every, like, end of the Rudy's drive-in season, um, but I haven't had it in forever and certainly not this long. So it's been insane. Have you gone to the doctor? Uh, no, but I did get tested for COVID. <laughs> so I got to have that lovely swab up my nose again. I've never experienced it. Let's... No, it's not fun. I got my second shot. I'm fully vaccinated two weeks ago. Woo! Nick just got his second shot yesterday. How's he doing today? Good, actually. He was. Um, he took my advice and took some of the um, ibuprofen last night before he went to bed. And so earlier in the day, he was extremely tired. Um, but throughout the day, he's kind of um, loosened up a little bit. And so he feels a little bit better now. He's still kind of tired, but it's not bad at all. I felt like poo the day after. Like, I woke up in the yeah. middle of the night and I did your ibuprofen trick. I did it. Drank a lot of water. Uh, and I woke up in the middle of the night then night after the second shot and I was just achy and I was just like oh I hate this I didn't have a temperature like I did after the first shot but that next day and I had planned to kind of keep my calendar light but work and so I couldn't and so in between calls I was literally taking 20 minute power naps oh my god my in-home office is in our spare bedroom. So there's a bed behind me. And so I would like jump off a call, set my alarm for 20 minutes, lay down. I would fall asleep, which is impossible for me. Like typically I can't fall asleep that fast. I got to like clear my brain, do like a whole mental cleanse. And then I fell asleep. Yeah. And this was like out. Um, Steve had his second shot and he was a little, little tired, but that's it. Hmm. Yeah. So it's weird how it affects everybody so differently. My girlfriend got her second shot and her like she got like congested, her eye swelled shut. Oh my god. Yeah, they said that maybe she had like an underlying eye infection and the oh. shot like made it go boom. Um and it Poor took thing. her three sets of antibiotics, different antibiotics. Um I think and yeah, she's back to normal finally. Thank God. She was po- she's oh posting goodness. selfies on Facebook, and I, I can't be happier. <laughs> That's insane. So it's been a while since we podcasted because life. Um, yeah. What have you been up to? Well, there was the trip back to Wisconsin. So I went back to Wisconsin for about five or six days um, just to see Regan and Nick and some of my family. And then um, 
we also, so Nick met me out there as well, but uh, Regan and Nick bought a house. I've seen that on Facebook. That's so exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited for them. So we didn't get to see the house while we were out there, but um, we got to spend one last time at um, 923. And so, which has been um, my home ever since I moved. So I've only known that house um, when I come back to Wisconsin since I've been here. So it was kind of cool that a lot of people come over and um, just kind of rehash things and um, share some memories. So it was really cool. Awesome. And you had a visitor recently. I did. Um, My mom visited um, for the first time in the 14 years that I've lived here. She's never been to Colorado. She was here once um, passing through the airport. But other than that, she's never been here. So um, we had, did you know that now you need a reservation to get into Rocky Mountain National Park? I think I had heard. Yeah, we did not know that. Oh, so we took her, we wanted to show her Rocky Mountain National Park. So we went up to Estes and we still had a good time. But um, yeah, we went to go drive through and they were like, do you have a reservation? <laughs> oh, no. I don't need steak with my with my park. No. Right? no reservation. I, know. I was like, we're not camping. And he was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. See you later. I was like, oh, you're friendly. So that but was Estes fun. Park, Colorado is fantastic. We go oh, up there is. for day trips. Oh, yeah. It's the best day trip. Mm hmm. So that was nice. And then um, we went to the zoo and saw some of that in the squelching heat. When did, um, when was this? This last weekend? Yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're taking Stay time hot. off work. Uh, no. Oh. And yes. So <laughs> even when I was in Wisconsin, so I flew to Wisconsin on a Wednesday, I flew back on a Monday, and I didn't work that Wednesday or Monday, but I did work that Thursday and Friday while I was in Wisconsin. And then um, I, my mom flew into town late Friday night, so I still worked Friday. And then I worked Monday during the day in the morning until like 12. And the same on Tuesday, I worked until like 11. So I kind of took time off, but I kind of didn't. You're a crazy girl. Yeah. <laughs> so did your mom have fun? Yeah, I think she had a really good time. Um Like I said, she had never been out here, so she got to see a lot of different things. Um, We went to Red Rocks and um, the zoo and Estes, and so um, we just kind of showed her around town. So Nice. I am in the process of trying to move my father to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was moving to Colorado. Yeah. So he's 72, and his hearing is all but gone. So, um... Over the last couple months, it's been very frustrating because he can't hear me. We can't communicate. And when I was there um, a couple months ago, I had put him on my cell phone plan. And when we went into Verizon, he's like, well, I just want a flip phone. And I was like, what? Are you sure? Like, who wants that? He's like, yeah, I just need a basic phone. I'm like, okay. So I got him a flip phone. But he can't text on a flip phone. And since he can't hear me... I was like, oh. oh god! And the process of moving someone that's on Medicaid and Social Security from one state to another—a nightmare. Um, oh, I can't imagine. Especially if they can't hear you, because I would need things. And he tried to send me a picture of a Social Security card, and it was blurry. Um, so I was like, okay, Memorial Day weekend. I drove out on Thursday, spent Friday doing all the things because all the the offices were open to get copies of things. And um, 
spent Saturday with him and then drove back Sunday and had Monday to chill. Um, while I was there, I got him an iPhone 8, uh, taught him how to voice to text, and taught him how to FaceTime. And I want to say he's probably at 15% un- like doing that. Like I'll text him, I'll send him selfies, I'm like, how's it going? And he's like, I'm still trying to figure out my phone. He, he FaceTimed me the other night and all of the lights were off in his room, so I couldn't see him. He couldn't, he can't hear me, um, but it was good to hear his voice. And so it's just going to be easier to get him here um, because, yeah, I I went and visited a nursing home or assisted living today. Many places don't have male beds open because men do not live as longer as long as women. Truth. And um, so there aren't as many male beds. And when you're trying to find a Medicaid male bed, it's even more challenging. But this place I went to today has a bed open. I just need to go through the application process. But it's located downtown Denver, like right next to Broncos Stadium. Not a bad neighborhood, but it's like a 40-minute drive. I'm like, it's better than 12 hours. And this place seems really nice. We'll see. That's um, crazy. I never knew that about the men beds. I didn't, never really thought about it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> wow. Um, a lot of places that I've talked to have stopped returning my calls. <laughs> like They don't want to give me updates. The plan oh was to try and get him out over July 4th weekend since it's another holiday weekend and I, I don't have to burn as much vacation time. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I I do want to get him out here, and he seems very excited about coming out here. It's just getting it done. Yeah, I bet. That seems crazy. It is nuts. Wow. <laughs> and work has been constant change lately. And, yeah, I'm just ready for a break from my life. <laughs> right? Beat me up, Scotty. Just a day. Take me somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Just go away. Maybe time for a cabin trip. Right? That's what we were going to do over Memorial Day weekend, but not so much. Um, (laughs) What was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I lost it. I hate when that happens. Oh, all the time it happens. I I can't think of anything. (laughs) Oh, I start talking and then I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Our office is going back to four days a week starting next week. Mm. I know you have no Fs because you've been going in <laughs> five days a week. Yeah, but I do time. understand. It's how an some adjustment. People, yeah. And I, I have evening calls. Like, I thought our next um, podcast, which is in two weeks, was going to have to try and happen on a Tuesday. You may have seen it change <laughs> on the calendar. I did. And then I was going to talk to you about it, but then I changed it back to Wednesday because <sighs> I just can't keep up. yeah i know it's insane and i feel like everybody around like all um industries are experiencing staffing shortages and people who are wanting to change jobs because of everything that they like sat and thought about during quarantine and so um or there's the people who have been kind of on unemployment and want to stay in unemployment i think we've talked about that before but yeah it's just in it's all insane it is. It's a hard time to hire right now. And it's a hard time to be an employer because like my company moving back to the four days a week 
it is not a popular decision, and I, I do believe we may lose employees over it. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. that was the one thing about children's is that, honestly, for the most part, I mean, I made the decision that my team needs to be on site, but that's because we do so much. My team has been rotating. They're not just answering phones anymore. They're helping log specimens, or they're out at the COVID shed, or they're helping micro, or whatever we're doing, and we have a lot changing. So my team does really need to be on site. Um, but I know that there are some other areas that are have their admin staff where we're saying, hey, you know what? If it ain't broke. Like, if it worked really well for them to still be off-site and still do their job, we're saving money by not bringing them in mm-hmm. to the office, and we actually have spacing needs. And so throughout the hospital, and so we might be able to restructure some of that. So um, I think a lot of people at Children's that are working in admin roles are happy that they're only going back to like a, a partial. So they're only on site like one or two days a week, if at all. So, yeah, I've definitely enjoyed the two days a week. And I, I've been knocking it out Monday, Tuesday, get out of the way, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, work from home. And it gives me the opportunity to take a long lunch like I did today. Yeah. Go to the nursing home, visit, and it's less like disruptive. But when you're at the office, like our office is out in the middle of nowhere, so no one really leaves for lunch. So when you leave, everyone's like, what's happening? What What's going on? It's a big disruption. But it is what it is. I, I, I love my company. I love my job. And I'll do what is required of me, as I tell everyone. I may have been a little salty at first, but I've accepted Are you- it. Do you think that they'll go back to five days fully? They said in October we will. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So what are you drinking? So I am drinking one of my Infinite Monkey Rosé wines. Hi, Nick. Janet says hi. He weighs high. He had to bring me my charger for my laptop. Nice. So Infinite Monkey Rosé. You know, I still yes. have a couple Infinite Monkey Red Wine cans. Do they expire? Oh, really? I don't think so. All right. Maybe one day you'll come over. We actually know, met in person since the last we time did. we podcast. Since so long since we podcasted, I forgot that it was <laughs> yes. within that time period. And we got to have a little breakfast together. and But then the oh, thunderstorm so came and hail... <laughs> Yeah, I was that like, was insane. Amber, I'm sorry. I think I have to go. Yeah, because <laughs> you're well, about. I was a little concerned too for you. I was like, um, you're like 45 minutes dark. from me, and I'm like, I need to not be stuck. <laughs> yeah. But it was lovely to see you in real life. I know, right? It's very nice. Yes, it's nice to be in person as we all try to start and get back. Um, whoops, sorry, I forgot to turn my watch off. Um. As we all try to get back into the daily grind. But I do have to say, after driving from my house to your house and back, um, I don't think we have to do in person. <laughs> I get it. I'm not going to require you to come back to the office. I know. I was like, <laughs> you know, I kind of want, like, I want to do the in-person again. If you want like, to, like, from time to time, that's fine. But I'm never going to ask you to. <laughs> because, damn. Yeah. It was a drive, yeah. I guess when I you're coming, so many speeding tickets, right? When you're coming from work to here, probably not as bad. But when you right. have to leave at the end of the night to go home after a long day, mm, no, I know. Yeah, that or I'm gonna ask my boss if I can just like drive over to her house. Does um, she? She lives in she Parker. She lives in Parker. 
Parker's great. And so I'll just ask her if I can drive over there and spend the night and mm-hmm. come to work on on Thursday morning. <laughs> we'll sleep over with the boss lady. Yeah, it'll be fine. Her kids love me. They've never met me. So, but her daughter loves that I have different hair colors all the time. So that's awesome, and I bet they would love your office. Ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. My team member um, Maddie actually, she just recently bought me, like yesterday, recently. Um, it was on my desk this morning when I got to work. She was in Fort Collins doing something, and she saw this mug that has like a glitter unicorn on it. And it says, you are magical. And then on the back, it says, um, unicorns are awesome. I'm awesome. Therefore, I am a unicorn. That's awesome. <laughs> and her um, sister makes these, uh, does knitting. Uh-huh. So I have. Oh, a knitted unicorn. This, yeah. So she made me a little unicorn whose name is Gail. Ah. And she's got, like, neon pink hair. That's awesome. And then for Kennedy, if I ever see Ashley in person, oh. um, got Stuart the shark. Oh, that's amazing. So. Got to catch Ashley before they move. Have we had any updates on the move? So, because um, right before I got laryngitis. Um, when I was in Wisconsin, we had, I had messaged her and, um, we had talked about trying to get together and then something happened. I was supposed to see her when I got back to town and I don't remember what happened, but we ended up not being able to see each other. And so they flew to Florida for the weekend of Memorial day to look at housing. But, um, I don't think the buying a house was going to be an option. So I think they're looking at some apartments and they did find some that they like, hmm. um, and Nick actually, right before I started the podcast, told me that uh, he had been talking to Pat at work. And since he's finally vaccinated, um, he wants to see the baby before they move. So we're going to try and do that. But I have no idea when or what the final decisions or how everything is working. Just don't know. Got it. Well, Amber, can I ask you a personal question? Always. <laughs> what year were you born? 1983. You are with me in this new category, subcategory of the millennials. Did you see this? I did not. Oh my gosh. So, there's a new term for us, 1980 to 1985. We are geriatric millennials. How does that make you feel? (laughs) Are you okay? Did you have a stroke? Did we lose connection? I don't understand. (laughs) I would rather be just a millennial at that point. Right? So I guess our generation, which is Generation X or Millennial Generation, has always been a little confusing to the world. Um, And so there is this person named Erica Dalwin, who is an expert on digital teamwork, published a recent Medium article explaining why geriatric millennials which she defines as those between 80 and 85, 1980 to 1985, um, are so adept at knowing how to work across generational divides, but she calls our micro-generation geriatric millennial. Why would she choose that? Yeah, that's a horrible name. But then, like, her article goes on to say that we're comfortable with both analog and digital forms. We're very versatile. Um, We grew up with computers in our home some of us but um 
we're not like glued to our screens and we can communicate face to face still. But again, geriatric, not necessary. Yeah, that's like when you're when women who are 35 that are having kids and they have like a geriatric pregnancy. I'm not 65. Right. 75. Like, this is not. No. The only thing that makes me happy about this is that Nick was born in 1985. And so he also gets to be geriatric as opposed to just me. Right. But still, it's just it's not okay. But there are some really awesome leading CEOs who are in the group with us, such as Mark Zuckerberg, who was born in 1984. Reddit's. CEO Alex something or other who was born in 1983, Rent the Runways Jennifer Fleiss was born in 1985, and Airbnb's Brian Chesky was born in 1981, which is all good and well. But now that I know that they're close to my age, I'm like, what have I been doing with my life? Yeah. I know. I was like, Mark Zuckerberg, really? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I just had to share that. And I thought you were in that age. Yeah. I know. Sure, um, I, I always feel like you're so much younger than me, and you always remind me not. that you are not. You are yeah. not. So, yeah. do you have an update on the mass singer? Maybe. Because I haven't been watching. And you, you do you? It was so long ago. You are know, you still done. watching? Well, no, because it's done. Oh, who won? Um. So. <laughs> Damn it, it Janet. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> it was the, um, so real quick. So I only have like a couple updates. So um, the uh, Russian dolls. So that ended up being Hanson. Oh. Which, yeah. I thought it was really cool because I really liked Hanson. This back in geriatric the day, millennial loves I know, that. right? And they were ve- like, they have a very versatile voice. And so it was kind of cool to see them pop out. And I had a feeling it was Hanson in the beginning. So that was kind of cool. And then um, the rooster who was giving away like the secret stuff, Donnie Wahlberg. <gasps> Joe John Jordan, Danny Johnny. It was, wait, no. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Jenny's husband, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for a second there, when you said all their names, I was like, oh shit, was I right? New Kids on the Block, um, right? He was from New Kids yeah. on the Block and much and more. She, and they had all like guest people. And she had no idea. That's she crazy. She was not even anywhere near her husband, like guessing wise. And when he popped out and they took off his helmet, oh my God, it was the best reveal. Did she I think die? I've seen. Yeah. She like fell down behind the thing and like popped up and was like, oh my God. And they were so cute. Like he came up there to give her a hug and it was adorable. Um, but yeah, so the final masked singer who won was the, um, was that the, I forget what his name was, but he was like the dog. Um, or no, the piglet. He was the piglet. And it was Nick Lachey. I did see I an article. I saw that Nick Lachey was on the masked singer, but I didn't know that he won. Yeah. That's so amazing. I like him. Yeah. I loved him, and I had a feeling for the last couple weeks before it was announced that it was him, just because there were some um, indications of his previous group and, like, some... And he talked about being, like, one of the first reality show people before, like, social media, and I was like, it's Nick Lachey. Right. (laughs) So um, it was really cool, though. I liked seeing it, and I always loved the seasons. So That's awesome. 
With my life schedule these days, it feels like I have time for one television show at the end of the day. And I don't choose that because Steve's not a big fan and he's been home a lot lately. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Next season? No. I will try and commit a little bit better. I'm horrible because I usually go, why don't you guys want to participate in the things? And I'm not participating in the things. So that's horrible. But like you said, it's hard. Like it's, and especially now, I think as we start getting back to like normal life and as work life gets even more crazy, it's hard to find time. I mean, with my mom's visit and everything, um, I fit the two hour bachelorette into the last hour before, like, that's why I was like, I'll be ready in five minutes. Cause I'm trying to figure out who she chooses. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, speaking of Bachelorette, there's lots of things. Let's get oh into God, Bachelor so Nation first, and then we'll get into Bachelorette. So okay. the there's lots of big news. There's like two big news items that have happened since the last podcast. The one that happened yes. furthest ago was Caitlin's big news. Yes. And actually, we were supposed to podcast. I felt horrible. We were supposed to podcast that night or the next night. That it was announced that um, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick were um, became engaged, mm-hmm. and I wanted to talk about that news so bad, but I was so burnt out, I I just couldn't do it. I get it. And um, but it was so it was such exciting news, and I was so happy for her, and he did it so cute, and I just loved it. Yes, and um, I was listening to the podcast Blake's podcast this week and Jason was on it and they talked about it and I guess he's been working with a couple ring designers in New York and they couldn't wait they couldn't really get him what he wanted and this ring designer from Canada reached out to him was like hey I don't know what's going on I don't I don't know if this is something that's in your realm of thought but if you decide that you want to propose to Caitlin let me know if I can help and this ring designer was able to get the perfect ring no big deal. And that's how we got the ring. And her ring is gorgeous. It's huge. Gorgeous. Yes. I was... Okay. What? I I opened up the one article about, like, their photo shoot or their engagement photos. And then, mm-hmm. like, US Weekly popped up. And it won't let me unlock. What? Like, it popped up this thing that was like, you must oh sign, give us your email address. Now I can't get out of it. Okay. But anyways, the photos that I did see were gorgeous. He proposed to her during what she thought was just going to be another podcast um, podcast right? for them. Yep. And it was like right around some kind of anniversary, I think, of like the first time him being on the show. Mm. Um, so it was very sentimental, but she honestly just thought that they were rehashing that, and then he proposed. It was so cute. Yes. So. Yes. I'm I'm very happy for her, and she is just a boss lady, and just to see her so she happy, is. so happy. Yeah. Uh, anything else so about that one about Caitlin? No, I don't think so. It's just, I'm so happy for them. And um, I do see that there was an article on our thing about how she won't be surprised if she's pregnant on her right. and Jason Tardick's wedding day. Yeah. And I know she's always wanted babies. Um, so I would not be surprised if she's pregnant either. Yeah. And I think if she waits too much longer, she might be going through a geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. So yeah. I see that true. her her, t- her clock is ticking. Yep. So big, 
Big news this week. Chris Harrison is out for good. Yeah. It's funny because I saw all of this happening and like I find it interesting at how big of news it is because I think we all knew he wasn't coming back. Right. Um, but then today I didn't even open the article because I was so whatever by it. Mm-hmm. But there was some article that Rachel Lindsay had said, well, I didn't think he would ever actually leave the franchise. Um, bitch, please. You were part of this. Right. So, I mean, I'm not saying that what happened didn't need to happen. I'm very excited for this next season um, and having a different co-host or different host. But um, I think all of it went down differently than it needed to. And I think that Rachel was part of that. So, but it was interesting. Yeah. After 19 years of hosting. That's so crazy. And when, when my husband and I were talking about it, because, yeah. He, he puts up with me. Um, he was like, I thought Chris Harrison created The Bachelor. I was like, right? Oh God. That's what so many people think. I'm like, yeah. no, he's just been the host. And he had a great post on Instagram. I saw that you had liked it. So I know you you saw it. But yeah. I, And he said he's excited for the future. So I wonder if he has things happening. Yeah, maybe. Um, but if not, like, I'm sure he has plans with Lauren and... Um, I don't know. I'm sure he has something planned, something up his sleeve. Right. And Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise is coming back this summer. And you had sent an article about David Spade hosting. And I did a little research and um, found an article that was posted today saying that not only David Spade, but Lance Bass, Little John and Titus Burgess will all guest host in Bachelor in Paradise. I have that article up on my computer as well, because I saw that today also. And I know that when I read the David Spade um, article, which I think David Spade be like, this is going to be a very interesting Bachelor in Paradise. I love David Um, Spade. I just want to say I want to see his stand up like nobody's business. I love him. But it is going to be so weird. Mm -hmm. And because it is not like, especially the other co-hosts too, or the other guest hosts, they I mean, it's not going to be anything even remotely close to what Chris Harrison ever did no. or even what Tasha and um, Caitlin are doing. Um, but, yeah, I did see that they were going to have people rotate in and it'll be interesting. Right. We shall see. And then, you know, there was an article about how to watch or what's coming up, what they, we know so far. Do we have any premiere dates? I accidentally closed that article out. <laughs> um, Let me open I don't that back up. think we do. I thought I had it open as well, but I don't seem to have that open either. Um, yeah, I don't see a premiere date. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're like holding off on it until Katie's season gets a little bit further in because they'll probably do it like right that final week or the I next I just found week. it. Paradise is back August 16th. Oh, wow. Does that feel late? It feels really late. Because I thought it was on right around the same time as Big Brother. Yeah. And Big Brother is starting July July 7th. 7th. (laughs) Can you tell we're excited? You know. It's been two years since we've had a Bachelor in Paradise, so... I'm, I'm just excited to see the hosts and how this is going to play out. Right. 
I am just excited to see Wells Adams behind the bar. Right? Yeah. So excited. All right. Are you ready to jump in to Bachelorette? I am ready. You don't sound excited. I think it's the fact that my testicles dropped and I don't have a full (laughs) voice. Okay. Sorry. My geriatric millennialness was trying to read your tone and I was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, you were. So we have Katie Thurston. She's back. um, Or she's here. And her season (laughs) premiered um, June 7th, two days ago on ABC. And they filmed at the Hyatt Regency Tamea right outside Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, it looks like a really gorgeous um, land site area for it. Yeah, the resort has five restaurants, three pools, a full-service spa, and an 18-hole golf course and tennis court. Sure, it does. That's what it says. I know, I just, it's crazy. So I guess all the cast and crew began quarantining in early March while filming began a few weeks later. And how, what did you think of how they introduced Katie? Did you, did you so because catch I that to in do your a, hour recap? Yeah, I know. Um, I did. You know, they didn't actually spend a whole lot of time on her like they normally do, which I was surprised at. Um, but I also thought that, again, there's always a method to their madness. So I'm sure there's a reason that they didn't do it or whatever. But I also think a lot of it you know, when they show her in front of like the barn door trying to like take a photo and she's like, I don't know, like what? (laughs) So it may have been her too, to be like, you know, like, I don't need all this time about me. Like people are going to learn about me as we go through the show. Like, this is awkward. I mean, you could see even like, there was that time that she was sitting on the fence and Mm -hmm. she was like, she had her hands and she was kind of like rubbing her hands together and you could see that they were shaking. Mm -hmm. And like, so I think that that may have had something to do with it too. And I do wonder with, Chris Harrison not being there and having to kind of change how they're doing everything. I wonder if maybe they have mixed things up a little bit and um, maybe Caitlin and Tasha have a little bit more say than prior. Like, I don't know. So I did find it interesting though, but I liked that she talked about how she didn't grow up in this like rich loving family. That was a lot of what we see in other, um, uh, Oh my God. What am I trying to say? Um, main leads. Mm-hmm. Um, she talked about being not from a traditional family with a married mom and dad for all these years and that she grew up poor and she just isn't the traditional bachelorette type. And so I did kind of like that and that she kind of talked about that and it makes her a little bit more relatable. Agreed. And I loved her first night in killer red. Like that's just a yes. power color. Well, oh and she gosh. is the first bachelorette to so, to wear a color um, other than white or like a goldish black or something. She oh. is the first bachelorette in all seasons to have ever worn a color. That's a statement. Yep. And I loved Tasha and Caitlin. Oh my god, they were so funny. Even just from like the first moment where they arrive and they're like they like take their heels off. And like, surprise, Katie. Yeah. It was so cute. And they're like eating popcorn as like the men are coming out of the limo. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really good season with them as 
hosts. And I did see that there was an article where people were talking about um, how, where is it? Um, even though or there's like two articles that I saw once is titled bachelorette. Katie Thurston didn't need Chris Harrison and neither do we. And then um, there was also one where it talked about how as coast Harrison steps aside, Tisha Adams and Caitlin Bristow are already fan favorites. So I think as sad as it is to kind of see Harrison leave, um, I think it was the change that maybe the the organization needed. I don't know that the show is going to be on much longer, but I think this is what they needed if they have any fighting chance to stay on. I could see that. I can see that. You want to talk about the men? Let's do it. <laughs> oh. I know, this voice honestly makes me sound like I'm always not thrilled. It, it does. And that's why I somebody, was laughing. I'm like, somebody at work, when I first started getting my voice back, they were like, are you in a better mood today? And I was like, was I, was I not in a good mood yesterday? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you were pretty grumpy, was I? Because I feel like it's just the voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually... You're the type of person that uses your vocal inflection to relay your mood. So yeah. when it that is limited, those of us around you are just used to that vocal inflection mood temperature taker. And so when it's jacked, we're all jacked. We're like, I know. oh, she's not impressed. Oh, she's grumpy. So don't hold it against us. I'm not. I just, <laughs> like, then I'm confused because I'm like, was I mad? I don't remember. You need to wear a t-shirt every day that I know. has like your mood emoji on it. Yes. That would be perfect. All right. I got to say, uh, did you remember um, Gabe, Gabriel? How do you spell? I always want to call it Gabriel. It's and the, it's Gabe, Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel. I think there you're you right. Go. Yes. Gabriel. Yeah. His long um, hug that was so awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. It was, I don't know. It was interesting. I was actually a little surprised that he uh, did not get a final, like, get a rose. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it was super weird. Yeah. And then what about Andrew with the fake British accent? Yeah, so I do It's been done, Andrew, but whatever. Yeah. I know. Well, and I had like watched like the first intro of Every Man as I was like vip- like trying to rush through these. Um, but I thought when they got together later, like she did a really good job of talking with him and like joking about it. And I liked that she called him on it. And I was like, yeah, I knew that was fake. Duh. And he does so. play football overseas mm-hmm. in Austria. Yes. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. It's different. Who are some of your highlights? Um, so I really liked Brendan from Toronto. He has a very odd look to him, I think, but he also can be very different. Like the look that he had when they were videoing him for his intro between and then to like one of his other photos or videos and then like the photo of him being a firefighter. They were all very different looks which I kind of liked, but there was, and like his body was kind of an odd shape. I felt like, and I don't know if it was what he was wearing or what, but there's something about him that intrigues me. And actually it was the only guy that Nick commented on where he was like, Oh, he seems like he might be all right. Oh, nice. 
So he stuck out to me. But other than that, I mean, obviously, Connor B with the cat outfit. Because um, I guess Katie likes her cat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. follow her on Instagram yet. I should right now. Yeah, I don't know. I actually wonder if... So I follow her on Instagram, but I actually wonder if that might be more a clever conversation about her pussy. Oh, well, there's that. (laughs) Sue. Sue. (laughs) But maybe I've missed something on Instagram because I have been very absent from social media. Like, I hardly even go on it to, like, scroll these days. Ah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe she does post a lot of photos of her cat and I missed it. But I also feel like there were so many comments. Like, I kind of liked Courtney. And, oh, yeah, see, there's her cat. Sorry. Courtney, go ahead. (laughs) So Courtney, I liked his introduction. Mm -hmm. It was a little, like, it was funny, but it was also very clever. And he was making a lot of, like, sexual innuendos, but being very clever with it. So, and he seemed of to really impress her. Of course you would her. like that. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, like you and her have similar come. humor. Yes. Yeah. And it would be very hard. And my tongue can go all night. And so it was just funny. What about the surgical skin salesman? First, what the hell does that mean? Second, he rolls up in a creepy RV. Yeah, it was a little creepy with vegetables inside. Yeah. I would not have eaten them. No. And what is it? What is a surgical skin salesman? I don't know. My only guess is that it has something to do with, like, skin grafting, maybe. So, like, maybe, like, they take and preserve. I'm totally making this up. So if there's anybody out here that knows what this is and is listening to me, and I'm not lying necessarily. I just legit don't know. But I feel like before I Google this, that is what I'm guessing, is that it has something to do with skin grafting. And that they probably do something where, like, um, individuals who have excess fats, like after weight loss surgery, or maybe even cadavers as part of, like, their organ donation kind of thing, maybe they're preserving skin and helping those who have been burn victims or something like that. So that's what I'm going to go with. But it was very creepy to be that and pull up in that weird Yeah. Like, right out of a crime podcast. Yeah. Um, what about the guy in the box? So I wanted to hear your thoughts so bad on this one. Yeah, it was very interesting. I thought it was kind of clever, but, and I am glad he didn't get the first impression, Rose. Um, but I also don't know, like, I think this guy could go either way. He seems a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. Like he, his eyebrows were very well-maintained And very, like, thin and, like, just his general posture and, I don't know, just the way he was. I was like, I feel like you might be trouble. Right. And then we had had the guys that got into it, Aaron and Cody. Oh, yeah. And we still don't know why. Yeah, I missed that on my fast-forwarding escapades. So then we, we, we come to Greg, who is from New Jersey. And he gave her the handcrafted jewelry designed by his toddler niece. And he yes. got the first impression rose. Yeah. And I guess like there has been a lot of conversation in regards to why Greg got the first impression rose versus Connor. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a couple articles and um, Katie actually said that 
the reason why Greg got the rose and the reason why Greg stood out to her is because she said that what I loved about Greg is he was just true to himself, which was this, which was this very nervous, very uncomfortable guy. And he didn't try to act cool or be this guy that he's not. So she's like, you know what? He was just like, this is me. I'm really freaking scared. And she thought it was really enduring. And she said that she could tell as long as he opened up, there was something more there. And so she thought, you know, giving him the first impression rose would give him that validation of I'm into you. Let's figure this out. Mm -hmm. Um, And your cat feels the same way. Um, I just heard it now. Yeah, I also believe, is Steve home? Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard him go to the bathroom a little while ago and flush the toilet. (laughs) you did i was like what the hell is that these microphones just pick up so much i'm sorry no it's fine and because i heard the cat earlier too and i was like oh okay um but yes i don't remember what we were saying now but i think that giving greg the first impression rose um kind of leads us to believe um or show us how different this season is going to be I agree. <laughs> Your cat is very mad. I know. I need to probably text the husband who must be out of the bathroom now and ask <laughs> him <laughs> to come let him out. Your cat must have really wanted Connor, who was dressed as the cat, right? to get the final rose. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yep. Anyway, first cuts were, were um, Gabriel. Austin, Brandon, Landon, Jeff, Marcus, and Marty. And I only knew that because I Googled because I don't know these I people. I the same thing. <laughs> I was like, wait, who the hell goes home? Because all I care about is that the one guy went home that looked, I think that was, it was the guy that had like the black, like scraggly hair. And I was like, dear God. Because when they showed him, like they panned across, I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but. I think it's going to be a good season. I think Katie's going to make a great lead. Um, yeah. I'm very excited. And I also saw, so there was an article on BuzzFeed that popped up right before we got on. And it was like the 27 um, funniest Bachelorette tweets from last night's premiere. Oh, my God. I'm not going to read all of them, but they are pretty funny. Um, we'll have to link it in our show notes and I'll put it in the Google Docs because I literally just opened it right before we started but there's like a sh- the shot of the girl sneaking up behind katie and it's someone commenting my last two brain cells watching me watch this godforsaken show after i said i was gonna stop after last season <laughs> and i feel like that's all of us <laughs> or like um the guy in the box um somebody said that it was chris harrison trying to get in <gasps> oh dang yeah <laughs> or there's like a photo of somebody i think from like um what was that really um, popular, like, Anarchy, uh, the Sons of Anarchy, maybe? I mm-hmm. don't know. This guy just looks like a famous actor, but it's it's him with his head down and basically, like, he's just in disgust. And it's saying, Connor be students when he comes out in a cat costume. Ah. Uh, so, it's, I don't know. This is pretty funny, though. Um, but <laughs> I'll have to link it. In yes. Our- Yes, please do. Because <laughs> they're funny. All right. So what are you listening to these days? So, um, let me see if I can. I think this is what it is. 
So um, I've kind of been listening to on and off music a lot lately, and I've been trying to catch up on some of my podcasts because I've been really far behind. So um, I was listening to, uh, I finished OC Swingers, which is part of um, the audio truck. And that's actually an active investigation. And I think it's kind of out in the news just because of the people who are involved in it because they were reality stars, Mm -hmm. but it's about um, two reality stars who have been, uh, um, what am I trying to say? I have no words. Um, um, Accused. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Okay. They've been accused of sexually assaulting like many women. And so I listened to that and um, I also am listening to, I finished the third season of Counterclock. I did too. In a weekend. Yeah, it was good. So um, I've been listening to that, but I will soon be listening to um, the new Freed, Fifty Shades of Freed, Mm -hmm. as told by Christian. And um, it was just released on June 1st. And I happened to come across it when I had finished one of my other books. And it is by E.L. James. And so I think I might listen to that um, and see what it is. But it is like the final. Mm-hmm. So it's not like going through everything, but it is that final um, book of like when they're getting married and how it felt from Christian's side. So I thought that might be fun to listen to that. Excellent. Yeah. What are you listening to? I'm glad you asked because... <laughs> I Park Predators has come back with a season two, mm. and I, I think it's also audio chuck, right? Yeah, Arr, at the end. Okay, it is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and uh, the vaping fix, which kind of walks through the jewel um, creation, like the fact that they created this product to try and be helpful to smokers that were trying to quit. How it it turned into this nightmare because kids got on it on it and um they haven't released all the episodes so i i've been very interested in that um even the rich um since the last podcast i think they've had a jay-z and beyonce (coughs) few episodes and right now they're going through madonna i really like that podcast um when it comes to books i listened to a book because i drove to missouri i listened to a book on the way out there 12 hours and on the way back, and the one on the way out there is worth mentioning. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. And I've listened, I've read and listened to books from her in the past, and this is completely different than anything she's ever released, but I loved it. It felt like it was like um, following this actual band in the 70s, and I just really enjoyed it. It was, it was fantastic. And what I am listening or getting ready to listen to is No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. Um, And then I also have another one, but I don't know why I have that one. (laughs) And when it comes to music, let me look. Um, I don't know. Uh, Jordan Davis. He has I think he sounds familiar. Yes. Um, if He Ever Singles You Up, I think was his big breakout hit. Oh, okay. He has this new album called Buy Dirt. And if you want to only listen to one song, listen to Buy Dirt. It features your boy, Luke Bryan. 
Hell yes, I'm in. Um, but the oh, rest oh. of the album is fantastic. I don't have to make note of that. Yes, you um, should. Side note, I was right about the skin salesman. Um, oh. Although it sounds odd, um, <laughs> I'm reading and there's an article, multiple people, because multiple people Googled this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it turns out that it's actually a valiant job. He sells artificial skin for skin grafts and other medical circumstances. For example, a burn patient may need artificial skin or a cancer patient. There you go. It's just a weird title. It is a very weird title, especially when you roll up in that sketchy RV. RV. Yeah. Whew. Anyways. Do you have a wine um, tip? Oh, sorry. I do. Are you watching anything, though? Oh, yeah. So a lot of things are coming to an end. Like, uh, Grey's Anatomy season finale happened, and it was okay. Um, ooh, we are loving the new Queen Latifah TV show. Have I talked about that on oh. here? I don't think you've talked about it, but I have, um, I've heard of it, but I haven't, I haven't, I don't remember what it's called. I'm Googling right now. It is called The Equalizer and season one, fantastic. It got renewed, so it'll be back and I'm so excited about that. Um, and I think the, the world according to Al or something like that about this, this guy that moves to the U.S., it's in our DVR, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh. Yeah. Well, I you? did watch the Friends reunion. Oh, my gosh. I did. Ah, it was on our yeah. docks, and I don't have the dock up. Yeah. So I watched the Friends reunion, and I was not even, like, three minutes in, and I was crying. Yes. So many tears. Like, um, and they hadn't even, they hadn't done anything. They hadn't done anything but, like, meet each other on the set and hug. And I was like, oh, my God. But they were crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, Yeah, I subscribed to HBO Max for that. Um, And no other reason. Um, And it was when I was in Missouri when it dropped. And I sat in um, my friend's basement where I was staying. And I had my iPad. And it was so great. Did I love 100% of it? No. (laughs) <laughs> no I mean I think but because I know that a lot of people talked about um how they were upset that like Lady Gaga was on or that other people but I actually really liked the Lady Gaga coming in um and I think it was kind of cool to see Phoebe get to kind of sing with Lady Gaga um so I thought that was kind of cool there was some more that I wish that they would have done and I think that I would have liked it to be longer than an hour and 45 minutes agreed um but I did enjoy it. Um, and I would probably watch it again because I'm psychotic like that. I also thought it was funny that, like, there were things that they couldn't remember. And so they'd be like, well, what episode? And I'm, like, screaming from my couch which episode it was. And I'm, like, tell- and they're, like, rephrasing. They're saying, like, what their lines were. And I'm, like, that's not what was said. Um, but the cool was thing was is Jennifer Aniston and Matt LeBlanc seem to really have watched the show. Everyone yeah. else can't be bothered. <laughs> I and know. I was like, Jennifer Aniston's cooler than anybody else. Right? And I, if you would have asked me to pick who would have watched all the shows, it would not have been Jennifer Aniston. She is way too cool for school. I know, right? 
I know it was so crazy. And then to also hear about like how her and Ross. Oh yeah. Had like this chemistry. Like I get emotional. They just like thinking about Aww. it. Um, but they had this chemistry and that's what made them so good. And, um, I also saw, so when they were doing their table read of like their first kiss, um, scene and that from the diner, mm-hmm. it was so funny because the first thing I noticed was Jennifer Aniston's nipples. I don't think I noticed they were, them. Oh my God. There were articles where it was like, let's give it up for the real MVP of the friends reunion jennifer's nipples and it's kind of like a thing like all of the there if you pay attention not that i'm asking you to look at her boobs but it's hard not to notice them like her nipples are just always hard it's like they she are puts, yeah it's insane and so i was like god her nipples are hard <sighs> but so it was very odd but so i saw some things about that too um i also watched uh wait i'm not done Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I definitely want to talk about no, Cruella. Keep talking. Um, so the things I didn't really need in the Friends reunion, I didn't care about David Beckham's take on it. Yeah. I didn't care about um, Kayling. What's her first name? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't care about the other celebrities talking about yeah. it. Like, it was weird. I wanted the, the game to continue. I wanted them to go mm-hmm. through every single card. But I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I haven't canceled HBO Max yet because I may want to watch it again. And now, tell me about Cruella. Because I've told Steve, I was like, we don't have Disney Plus anymore. And I'm like, maybe I need to go to the theater. He's like, this looks stupid. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. So good. Mm -hmm. So I was super sad because um, my girlfriend, Tiff, and I, we were, we had these plans I had been gone in Wisconsin. I hadn't really been at work. And I was like, and so we had planned that on Friday night, we were going to come to my house. We were going to get sushi. We were going to watch Disney Plus and watch Cruella. And then I got laryngitis and had to get COVID testing done. And so she was like, I think I'm going to stay home. Fair. Just fair. So we ended up like watching it together. So we both watched it on Disney Plus at the same time. And then we were just like texting each other. Um, but it was so good. I actually watched it when my mom came to town too. And, um, the story and it's just done so well. And I love Emma Stone. She is fantastic. I just love her and she does such a good job and it really ties 101 Dalmatians together. Um, especially like, and I'm not going to give anything away, but especially when you get to like the end and you see how everything falls in together and, um, you see how like, the piano guy or whatever from the 101 Dalmatians, like how that comes into play and how she ends up loving Dalmatians. And it's just a very interesting, but it's so good. And I feel like it is a little bit longer than you would expect, mm-hmm. but you don't even notice. Oh my God. It's I, I can watch it multiple times. It was so good. Even Nick, like Nick was enthralled with it and he really enjoyed it too. Really? So um, yeah, there's, it's just produced really well and it's not at all like the animation or um, like the 101 Dalmatians. Like it is a really, really good. Movie. I've loved all the trailers I've seen. So I'll oh, definitely add it to my list. So good. Are you watching yeah, anything and, else? Oh, go ahead. Um, I, 
I'm not watching anything else, um, but because I had access to Disney Plus, I also watched Soul, which I think, did you tell me to watch that? Or was there something else that you told me to watch? Somebody told me to watch something, but Soul <laughs> was, I can't remember shit these days. Um, but Soul was a really good movie to watch as well, because one of my favorite Pixar's is um, In and Out. Oh, me too. I love, oh Can my I God, come into that. the out now? Can I come into the out? It's just, I I just love it. And so Soul is kind of similar in regards to, like, the life aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And so the voice is um, Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Vo- Foxx is the voice of Joe Gardner, who um, it's kind of like a Pixar, and then all of a sudden he drops into, like, this animated kind of world. And um, it's a story about how he is supposed to die and basically go to heaven but he just was about to get like the chance of a lifetime because he's a middle school band teacher and he was about to get to play in one of the best jazz clubs in town and really like show his mom what he was there for but instead he's not paying attention he's on his cell phone and he falls into this hole and dies and he realizes what's happening and so he like runs away from it and he ends up getting lost in this world where it's about recreating who you are or recreating like who you are before birth. And so it like gives people their souls. And, and it's just a very touching and very interesting story to kind of wrap together. There's more important things in our life than texting or looking at our phones or, you know, just different stuff like that and making sure that you're present. And I really liked it. Oh, that was the other thing about, um, sorry, Cruella soundtrack. So good. I saw the word soundtrack for soul. Not that soul wasn't good, but, um, oh my God. Uh, Cruella, the best. Um, oh, and I guess going, I have like ADHD or something today. I love Um, it. So, uh, for soul, uh, there's this precocious soul is what they call her. Um, and it's this little soul who she just can't find anything that is her, um, what do they call it? Oh, shoot. I can't remember what they call it, but she just has never understood the human appeal of the human experience. And so part of it um, is before you're born, you have to find like you have to get all these badges for your like characteristics and your quirks and your personalities and like your desires. And she can't find her desire. Like she's not really great. Like she doesn't really care about music. She doesn't really care about. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Shh, Siri. Um, scared the ever living crap out of me just there. <laughs> but anyway, so she gets hooked up with Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. and he's supposed to try and help her find her, her, her soul and what she wants to do in life. And she just doesn't get it. And so Tina Fey is the voice of that little girl, um, or mm. that little soul. So it's really cute. I definitely recommend it. Oh, sorry. I'm just excited to be talking about anything that isn't COVID. I got it. I got it. No. Is there anything else? No. (laughs) I don't think so. I love it. Do you have any wine tips? (laughs) Yeah, you would think I do, except for I accidentally deleted that page that had the freaking... Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to refind it right now. (laughs) While you do, I got a positive poly. Perfect. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. 
You are the artist of your own life. Don't hand that paintbrush to anyone else. Ooh. It's easy to share these positive polys, but to live them, I just, I'm not good at this. <laughs> it's hard. It really but I love is. It, but I think, I think it's hard too. I've reflected on this a lot. I think it's hard to kind of like live those things because people find it so cheesy. Like it's because we're know. not, society doesn't like embrace that type of stuff. It doesn't. Um, I don't know if I've talked about it before or if we've talked about it off the podcast, but um, the fish philosophy. Have we talked about this? It's from the Seattle fish company. And it's like, um, it is a book about um, the Seattle fish company mm-hmm. where everybody has talked about the great interactions and the great personalities and experience of going to the fish company. Cause this is where they like throw fish at you and they're in such these great moods all the time. And so this book is um, a philosophy that kind of has been pushed out through many organizations as a way to kind of choose your attitude. And um, it's about, it really is about that. So it's saying um, we have the choice every day to wake up and choose how we come into work. And just because um, there was a really great quote, which I'll have to find it later, but it was something about just because we're handed a cactus doesn't mean we have to sit on it. Right. That's good. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we can't control in life. And so maybe you're stuck in a job that you don't really like what you're doing, Mm -hmm. but you can't really go anywhere else for some reason. But you can still choose to come into work every day and have a good attitude about where you are to make that day the best that it can be for not just you, but your coworkers. And so the four philosophies are choose your attitude, play, make their day and the present moment. Mm-hmm. And what you're supposed to do is kind of like roll these out to your team. And the book talks about a woman who takes on a very disgruntled, um, angry, just disjointed team And she can't figure out how to get them to work together. And they are just like the epitome of their business. And um, everybody hates them and all of this stuff. And she ends up talking to the gentleman who owns the Seattle Fish Company. I love this story and I love this book. Um, And he kind of coaches her on how to apply these four principles to her team. And they write a book about it because spoiler alert in the end they end up getting married so as they um meet and they kind of talk about this they really find their love for each other um but one of the things is choose your attitude and we have a gentleman at work who has been trying to in um do this fish philosophy since i told him about it and i gave him the book to read and he was like it's so cheesy and it's hippy dippy and it's whatever but he's trying but like he comes in every day and he tells, he asks his team members individually, what did you choose today? Did you choose to come into work and be happy or have you chosen to be upset? And if you're upset, how can we change it? But like, it is hippie and you're like, yeah, but you know, what difference does it make? The more you do it, the more it becomes habit. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think it's interesting to see how society kind of takes that. We all quote these quotes and put them up and we all want to live our lives that way. But it's almost like we're we're called hippy dippy or we're looked down upon if we really try to do it. So it's interesting. Sorry, I'm on a very random tangent. I, love I took it. a power nap also, so <laughs> that might be also part of it. Um, okay, weird wine tips. Got it. <laughs> I love this version of Amber. <laughs> I'm just 
times because usually I feel like I'm doing all the talking and this time I'm just sitting back listening and I love it. I don't I'm just like blah 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 and I've got absolutely nothing. You got I nothing? can't believe I deleted that. Okay well just drink wine that's the tip. Yeah just drink wine. <laughs> By yourself the different with friends types. add some bubbles don't add some bubbles whatever. Yeah, add some glitter. Add some oh, glitter. You know what? But I so I don't have any tip right now. But I do have a list a little bit of some of the world's rudest wine names. I like it. Let's do it. Like horses ass wine. Okay. Fat bastard wines. Monogamy wine. Why is that a bad Mad name? Housewife? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, some of these I'm like, I'm gonna Bastardo. Frog's piss. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Nope. That's funny. Arrogant frog. No. I've uh, skipped around a little bit to some other articles. Now I'm just like reading random shit. <laughs> <sighs> one last one. Give me one last one before we wrap up. Um, Hurting cats. <laughs> Jesus juice. Oh, cat's piss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Old fart. <laughs> You're just making things up. I'm not. Is there... It has a picture of an old man on it. <laughs> and it says their description is there really is no substitute for tradition and experience. Just ask any old fart. For <laughs> instance, for instance, they'll be quick, well, relatively, to tell you that excellence can't be rushed especially when it comes to producing a superb wine. They'll also tell you grapes from old vines give a greater concentration of flavor and that traditional methods are best. But let's be honest. When was the last time you took any notice of, oh, an ad popped up, Jesus, Um, of what they had to say, which is a shame, as this time they actually know what they're talking about. (laughs) Be bold. Go for the old. Be bold. Go Go for for the the geriatrics. From this geriatric millennial to you as a geriatric (laughs) millennial. Cheers, and thank you so much for joining me this week. We'll be back in two weeks, yes? Unless life happens, but we will. We'll be here. We'll be here. Definitely. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. Bye. Bye.